When I was a little girl, my grandmother would start her day at the kitchen table with a cup of coffee. And when I would wake up, I would join her at that table and we would talk, we would laugh, and I would listen and I would learn. Sometimes she would talk to her girlfriends and I would soak it all in. They talked about life, they talked about love, but mostly she talked about being ferociously her, being her authentic self in a world that didn't always accept who she was, how she was, or that she was. But she didn't let that stop her. She made shift happen anyway. My granny's not with us anymore, but that doesn't mean the laughing and the learning has to stop. Join me, ladies and gentlemen, at my kitchen table, and let's keep talking shift. You're listening to Talking Shift, the podcast, with your host, Marissa Q. Payne. Talking Shift is a trademarked production of Marissa Q. Payne International, your source for coaching and consulting when you need a major shift in life or leadership. Have bag, we'll travel. <laughs> for more information, visit marissacupain.com. Get you some good friends when you're going through your shift. That's the message here. For now, listen, learn, and laugh with your host, Marissa Q. Payne. Emphasis on at the moment. Hey friends, family, lurkers, how y'all doing? <laughs> Welcome back to Talking Shift, the podcast. I am your host, Marissa Q. Payne, and I am so super excited about what I know is going to be an earth-shattering conversation. I have um, an amazing guest with me today. Um, I would tell you the topic, but... Chances are we going to be all over the place. <laughs> Just talking good, good shift. Um, I am joined in the studio today by Dr. Shamika Dean, who is an award-winning business owner, marketing solutionist. She is, you, you want to talk about an alliteration and getting your business out there for business owners, organizations, corporations. This is the woman that you go to. She is transformational, um, a speaker. She is um, wife, G-ma, mama, sister, friend. Um, she is dope in the kingdom of God. I had the pleasure of... Um, meeting her and being in community with her a few years ago. And um, I actually don't like being in her presence that much because she reads you and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> it's like one of those things where you do, but you don't. So I'm excited to um, have to talk shift with her today and uh, to introduce you to her. Welcome, Dr. Shamika. <laughs> Thank you. I am so excited about this conversation <laughs> with Demon Risk with you, Pain, honey, because I already know it's going to be one of those that's going to extract a few edges and loosen some lashes and lace fronts. So I'm excited. I don't, I think um, it's funny because we both make each other cry. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, I think, you know, you did, you did some tear shedding in my space and I know for sure yeah. I've done some tear shedding in your space. And so, mm -hmm. um, and we have done a lot of shifting. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a lot of shifting. Oh my God. 
So let's just jump right into it. Tell me when you think about shifts, right? Um, mm-hmm. And you can kind of introduce, you know, tell as much as, or as little of your story as you want. But when you think about shifts and, you know, we talk about both planned shifts and unplanned shifts. Um, mm-hmm. When you think about the ones that matter most in your life and the evolution of you becoming who you are, mm-hmm. um, which shift comes to mind? Jesus. <laughs> How do I have to pick just one? My God. <laughs> Oh, we can start with one and then, you know, okay. see what happens. Yeah. So one of the biggest uh, shifts in my life was when I divorced and remarried. That was one of the oh, biggest. Yes, I was hoping you would shifts. talk about that. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the biggest ones in my life. Yeah. Okay. So divorced mm-hmm. and remarried. The, the same, same person. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Who does that? Yeah, you did. You did. I did. You did. Let's hear I about did. it. Tell me a little bit yeah. more. So I, uh, my husband and I were married for seven good years, right? Mm. And after seven years, he asked for a divorce. Now, most people thought I did, you know, mm. but it wasn't the case. He asked. Mm-hmm. He did. Mm-hmm. And of course, I was shocked because I thought I was the best thing so it's like sliced bread you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so when it happened um it shook my world mm-hmm. and um you know you had that moment where you ask god the question how did i get here that was mm-hmm. my how did i get here moment like mm-hmm. what happened how do we get to this moment and i realized in retrospect of course that now, let me let me make sure that I preference this. It was not, divorce is not a one person thing. It's not like one of those, oh, it's his fault. It's my fault. It's not that, right? So yeah. I only take responsibility for Shamika. I can't uh-huh. take responsibility for him. I don't tell his story. That's a story to tell. So sure. let me say that. Um, however. Can I pause um, you for just a second? I hope. You, you, you was completely surprised that, the, that he wanted, like you ain't know nothing. I think. And here's why I say I was completely surprised because in our immaturity, we had tossed that word around so much. So it uh, didn't. It was one of those I never thought it would really happen. It's okay. kind of like, mm, we've been here before, right? We'll Boy, be okay. cry wolf. Mm. Right. So it was like that. Yeah. And um, in retrospect, what I learned about myself is that I went into the marriage as a single married woman. So I was nothing changed about me except for my last name. Mm. That was it. That was all. I didn't understand um, what a wife really was according Mm -hmm. to how it worked for us. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand how to share space Mm -hmm. with anyone because Mm -hmm. I had been a single mom for eight years. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't understand submission because to me, submission was slavery. Meant Mm -hmm. I lost my identity, my voice, and all of those things. So anything submission was like, not going to happen. Right? Um, And also, I needed a lot of healing that I didn't realize until I got married. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there were walls around my heart based on things that had happened from the past. Mm -hmm. There were belief systems. Um that had me in a position of survival mode and being in that place is not good for any marriage. And it's nearly impossible for a marriage to 
survive and be healthy. And I got so, you. so yeah, you talking so, real uh, hindsight? Like these are beautiful real reflections. <laughs> real hindsight. But yes. your man is like, I want a divorce. I know you mm-hmm. didn't know all this stuff at the time. Mm-hmm. So exactly, you all got divorced. How long mm-hmm. were you apart? So we were separated for a year, mm-hmm. and we were officially divorced for five months. So we, okay. it was sufficient for five months, but we had already been separated for a year before that happened. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. And then since he divorced or he wanted the divorce, does that mean he came back to you? Sort of, kind of. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, well, he did. And uh-huh. uh, so the, the story behind it, though, was there was no intentionality. So when we divorced, I was it was almost like, I hate you. You hate me. We're not talking. We're going to take care of these kids. That's it. And that's all. Yeah. Um, and I had a friend of mine at the time who kept saying to me, your marriage isn't over. Your marriage isn't over. Your marriage isn't over. And I'm like, girl, please, the ink is dry on the paper. Like, mm-hmm. I'm moving on with my life. Mm-hmm. I also had a pastor at the time that believed that we were just making a mistake. You know, mm-hmm. he felt like we were just both mature. We needed to grow through it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to hear what the pastor said either. Like, mm-hmm. all the y'all could go. Because I'm, I'm a no backseat type of girl. I'm a girl <laughs> that is just like, once we're done, sir, we're done. Okay? Mm-hmm. However, um, the vow was still playing itself out even after we divorced, you know, the in sickness and in health kind of thing. Mm. So I had an injured my spine in a tor- the winds of a tornado. Mm. Um, and he had come to the house that weekend to, um, bring- he- it was this weekend with the kids. So he was bringing them back and he asked where I was. They said, hey, she's in a room because um, she hurt her back. So he actually walked back to check on me at that time. I was on my way to the restroom, could barely walk. I think I was crawling, honestly, because I was in that much pain. And so he said, you know, let me take care of you because you're not in the position to be able to take care of the kids. You know, I'll just kind of be here to help you until you're back on your feet. Right. Boom. Mm-hmm. OK. I was oh, OK, whatever. You can sleep in the guest room, bonus room. Just don't come in here because ain't going to be no hanky banky. Right. <laughs> so. So uh, and that's what he did. Um, he literally stayed there, nursed me back to health. And he was on his way out of the door. The youngest son said, hey, daddy, doesn't mine look beautiful? And he said, yeah, she really does. And so my youngest said, well, why don't you take her on a date? And <laughs> so he's a little matchmaker, right? Um, and he did. He asked if he could take me, you know, take me out. He's like, you know, just his friends, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So it started mm-hmm. from there. Got and it. yeah. And so we started dating and... um me being who, you know, I'm, I'm a Korean woman, so I'm just like, God, what is this, right? Mm-hmm. And so he told me, said, I'm going to restore your marriage. And so I said, well, I'm definitely not going to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have to work this thing out. You can out tell and, I'm petty, right? Because I'm like, well, if he did it, he got to come back. Like, <laughs> right, and that was, that was me. And I was like, so uh, I did pray specifically for specific things. And I said, well, you know, I need to know that he's real. I need to see that there's change. I need him to make, you know, take the initiative. He needs to mm-hmm. set us up for counseling. He needs to do all the things. And so he did. He he asked about, you know, what do you think about us getting remarried? Um, he said, I think we should go to counseling first. Um, I'll schedule it, all of those. So he took initiative in a way that I hadn't seen him do before. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what happened. We started going to counseling and boom. 
we got remarried. Wow. But it sounds like based on kind of the lessons that you mentioned and the thing, the self-reflection that you did about yourself, Mm -hmm. that you didn't blame him necessarily for that time of separation. Like you, you would have divorced yourself. Right. I mean, and that was just the truth. I would have. Right. (laughs) I would have because I was very nasty. Um, My mouth was lethal. Wow. And I still have to tame it, you know, on occasions mm-hmm. like I've matured, um, but my mouth was a lethal weapon. And mm-hmm. I remember him saying to me one time, he said, you have a way of saying things that make people feel less than dirt. Wow. And you never have to say a cuss word. Wow. And at the time, you know, I thought she just felt like I was a wordsmith, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's the really tricky scared. thing about having yeah. a gift, you know? Yes. It can be used for good or yeah. it can be used for, for bad. evil. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't realize um, how important respect was for me. And yeah. I didn't realize how, you know, um, as his wife, what I said made oh, a man. greater impact, you know, than say what that. other people would say. Say that again for the people in the back. <laughs> Yeah. And and, and I did. I, matters. It was respect matter. And I used yeah. to tear him down with my words because if I was hurt, I la- I didn't lash out physically because I'm a fighter. So I used to lash out physically with my hands. Right. Yeah. Oh, so snap. when I graduated a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Was that when I'm going to use this language, you know, wow. to let you know how you hurt me. So I'm going to hurt you in a way that I know it's going to cause some damage. To you, Dr. even if Dean, I Dr. Dean, Dr. Dean, yes. listen to me. Like you dropped something and didn't even know you were dropping it. You talked a whole nother shift. Like yeah. you're talking about personal growth, evolution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is not easy. Like you no. are sitting here <laughs> talking about yourself, like mm-hmm. the inner journey of your own personal growth. Mm-hmm. And like that, that's the hardest shift of all. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and then being able to live and be willing to talk about it and <laughs> admit it to yourself, to be accountable to yeah. yourself. Yes. Oh my God. She was like, I used to throw them hands, baby. <laughs> and I went from Damn. hands, then I went to lips. Yeah. Right. You don't. It doesn't like shift is not like, oh, you know, I had this problem and then it was one. Oh, glorious morning. No. Right. Just zero to 100 overnight. No. Like you go from zero to like 20 percent. You still failing. Absolutely. (laughs) For a while. But you're making progress. You're getting better. Mm -hmm. So when you remarried, was it happy, happy roses and cotton candy right away? In the beginning, it was the marital bliss. It was the honeymoon stage, you know, Uh all over again because we're like, man, we've done something that no one in our family had ever done. Uh, And we were kind of like the token relationship goal, Mm. uh, relationship, you know, in our family and things like that. Um, And it was good. And then I started to grow again Mm. because I got into entrepreneurship. Uh Uh-oh. That's dang so entrepreneurship. <laughs> it, it's, I don't know why people think entrepreneurship is just about making money. It yeah. is not. It is yeah. really evolution. Entrepreneurship oh. is a journey of evolution. Girl. Oh my God. Yeah. So 
We okay, hit... you playing now because we at this point we on a part two. Like yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a whole different it's a, my God, it's a whole different ball game. Um and man, I found out so I found out more about myself on the journey of entrepreneurship than I did in anything else I've ever done in life. Wow. Wow. Okay. So okay, so do tell. So new shift, right? So new shift. we're we're shifting. Okay. So now you're married, you started a business, mm-hmm. and the business is affecting your marriage. Is that what yeah. I'm hearing? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Because when we get into entrepreneurship, when we find this thing that excites us, right? Mm. We're doing something new, we feel one with ourselves, we have this peace, this passion, and then we have this. Uh, ammunition that drives our ambition, right? Mm-hmm. We are on this journey of, I got to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to do this. And so that- You got that a new amb- baby. Yes, a you new got a baby. New boo. A new everything. I'm in love <laughs> with it. I want to do it all the time. I want to spend all my time, you know, Ooh, in this business man. and not realizing that the person I was becoming as an entrepreneur, was so different from the person that he married both times. Oh. Yeah. She's both times. Diff- both times. She you keeps know, shifting. Keeps changing and shifting. Wow. And not realizing how that change and shift appears to her spouse. Yeah. Right? So on this side, I'm thinking, I'm doing this for us. I'm doing this for our family. Like, what is wrong with you? What do you mean? I'm spending too much time in the office. What do you mean? You know, oh, it's another late night, right? Like, what do you mean? But on the other side, it's... Because he like, I didn't ask you to do that. I didn't ask you. And he, <laughs> but he, right, here's the thing. He was supportive. He was, very, uh-huh. he was my first investor. Sure. Um, he was extremely supportive. And, but that drive, that ambition to reach this um, milestone uh-huh. in my life, this monumental milestone, got all of me. Mm-hmm. which left him getting the what was left of me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the tire, too tired for bedroom boom, right? Mm-hmm. Too tired to pay attention to how his day was. You know, all mm-hmm. of those things. Um, and not understanding that, yes, you're growing and evolving, but you're becoming a completely different person to your spouse. Mm-hmm. There's really no communication because this is my business. I'm growing my business. Like, I don't have time for all of that. You should understand this, right? Mm-hmm. Um and then as you grow and evolve, if you and your spouse are not growing at the same pace and in the mm-hmm. same way, then now you're looking at each other differently. Because now you don't even know if you like each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like you, you know? <laughs> like, and, and so, I mean, I'm trying to kind of grasp it because it, I mean, to some extent I get it. It sounds like, you know, like the, the business was kind of becoming your mistress a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. But you're also talking about how you were changing. So it's yes. one thing to say you were focusing all your attention on the business. Mm-hmm. But what exactly was shifting in you? Like, how were you changing, even though your focus was changing? But what about mm-hmm. you was changing? So what about me was changing is pro- before business, I didn't really know who Shamika was outside of being a wife or a mother. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was no identity for me. As an individual. Mm -hmm. And so as I became more uh, familiar with who I am, there -hmm. were certain things that I realized I didn't like anymore. Uh, Right. Mm -hmm. You know, 
And there were certain things that, there were certain conversations that I just didn't want to indulge in or engage in anymore. Got it. You know? So all of those things about me changed. My my vision began to shift. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? So I began to want and desire more than I ever desired before. Things I used to do. Yeah. I yeah. don't do no more. I got it. Places I used to used go. to go. Oh, I yeah. don't own the rights to this song. Sorry. <laughs> I got you. I'm with you now. Okay. Got it. Yes. Got it. But I was I was just different. I wasn't the same girl that didn't have purpose. I wasn't the same girl that didn't ho- know who she was. Didn't know who she liked. Got didn't it. know what brought her peace. Didn't know what brought her happiness. I was no so longer that. So that's when, like, her friends start saying, "Oh, she thinks she's too good." Yeah, she thinks like she's that. too good for. She thinks she's better than us. Yes, all mm-hmm, of those, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. But and so, what was the messaging that a husband would be saying? You know, mm-hmm. or what like what would he be saying? Where do I fit? Mm. Do I still fit? Right. Do you still look at me the same? Right. Am I still the person that you could see you're living the rest of your life with? You wow. know, are we good? Are we still, are we, are we good? Right. Mm-hmm. All of those things. And um, on the other side, though, for me, it felt like, does he not want me to succeed? Mm-hmm. Is he, is he insecure? Is he jealous? Mm-hmm. Right. Because I'm growing and I'm doing things, you know, that I wasn't doing before. So on that side, that's how I feel. But on his side, he's just like, I just don't even know if I fit anymore. Like, does this vision even include me anymore? Right. So how did you find the balance? So finding the balance, one, I had to really dig into the ammunition that was driving my ambition. Why was I really going so hard to meet this goal? And the root of that was because I didn't know who Shamika was initially, my identity was found in what I was able to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So I gave it my all because I identified my value, my, you know, myself as uh-huh. the accomplishments and accolades, mm-hmm. right? And I had to ask myself, who was I trying to prove this point to? Mm-hmm. Who was I trying to say that I'm good enough, that I'm worth something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I had to do that work. Mm-hmm. So once I was able to resolve those issues. So it was like, oh, you like me. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You know, it was, a di- mm-hmm. it was a new kind of acknowledgement. It was a new um, kind of, That yes. was different from wife and mom. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. like, oh, I like this attention. It's something mm-hmm. new. Yes. Um, got it. Okay. And it's yeah. like, okay, what is, what is that about? Yeah. Yeah. What is it really about? Right. Mm-hmm. What is the root of my wife? And yeah. as much as I was initially saying that, I was doing this for my family. I really was doing this because there was a void within me mm-hmm. that I was, you know, pushing and, and driving. There was a um, a pain that mm-hmm. I was trying to um, to heal. Right? Mm-hmm. There was a that vow that I made in that place of pain when you know I disappointed my mom by coming becoming pregnant as a teen, or yeah. you know when my dad lived two minutes driving distance and he had a whole wife and kids and never came to see me, right? So inwardly, the root of that is why I was going so hard. Yeah. And so once I was able to resolve those things, I was able to come back, get balanced, get centered and build properly. I think getting getting to the root and the heart of the matter is so 
very important, which important. takes us back to what we talked about, which is that inner that inner journey, that inner work. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you're when you're shifting and evolving and growing and mm-hmm. you it can be done, you know, you're proof that it can be done and you don't have to lose the relationships you right. know, that are important to you, um, mm-hmm. you know, but it but it takes work. <laughs> It takes work. It takes you know. work. And the thing is, uh, Marissa, it takes honesty. And I think mm. that where most miss it is they're not honest with themselves Ooh, because yeah. they create these belief systems that um, pacify, right, where the pain and pacify where they oh are. My and so they're not honest. Yeah. Like, if I wasn't honest I would not be where I am today. I wouldn't be celebrating, you know, 18 years, a couple of months, right? Yay, I, but I had to be honest with myself. Shamika, why are you really doing this? Because your kids are, they're cool. They, they love mom. They love being in your presence. They're cool with that. Your husband loves spending time with you. He's cool with that. So why are you really doing what you say you're doing? Because I believe that if you're doing it for your family, you don't have to sacrifice your family to get to it. do it. Oh, that's yes. good. You that's know, so good. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. I, if you're doing it for your family, then you shouldn't have to sacrifice your family to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> that's Dr. That Shamika Dean. <laughs> That's Dr. Shamika Dean. Quote that, y'all. That's good. That's really good. Um, So what do you say to the woman who's wrestling or the man, right, who's wrestling right now with ambition and family um, and trying to figure out if they can really have them both? Mm -hmm. So to the person that is wrestling with trying to figure out if they can have them both first, I want you to solidify within yourself that you actually can have them both. Mm -hmm. Because something within you is saying to you that you cannot have them both. That's a Mm -hmm. a story that you're telling yourself, which is why you're giving more attention to one than you are to the other. Mm -hmm. Because your actions really, really validate what you truly believe. So if you believe that you can have them both, then you're going to be as intentional about building your business, as intentional about building the relationships with the people that you say you want to have those relationships with. Yeah. Yeah. So where's your intention and your attention going? Absolutely. Because (laughs) that's going to that's going to be the revelation. Right. It's going to be the revelation. And so when you notice that you're giving more attention to your business then what you believe is that you cannot have a healthy, happy marriage, family relationship mm-hmm. and the business. And if you're giving, if you're self-sabotaging your purpose, because a lot of, I'm going to say this for women because I see it more ha- happening more for women than men, but a lot of women will self-sabotage their success and call it submission. Mm. But the true fear is that if I achieve this high level of success, I'm going to lose my marriage. Mm -hmm. So instead of me doing Mm -hmm. profit producing activities, I'm sending out emails that I know can wait. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm prettying up procrastination. Mm -hmm. 
Because internally, every time I think about success, I think about, man, when I made my first six figures, we had problems. When I made, yeah. you know, half a meal, we had problems. Yeah. Oh my God, now I'm on this journey to a million. Uh, I'm going to scale is, back a little bit. This is so, <laughs> this is so good. Oh my, my, like, I'm just like, my soul is like staring up. Cause I, I mean, I love this and I could talk about this all day. And, you know, mm-hmm. yes, I, I'm in the middle of a divorce as my audience, you know, completely knows. Um, but I had, I mean, I, I was married almost 27 years and in business 12 years. So mm-hmm. I wholeheartedly agree that you can 100% have them both. You know, mm-hmm. my, um, transition out of the marriage had nothing to do with either, you know, with mm-hmm. the business necessarily. It was completely um, separate from that. But, um, but like I said, it, you know, it takes work and, it takes you work. know, there's usually like um, the way um, there's a, a methodology in marital therapy called Imago and way Imago refers to it is there's a turtle and a hailstorm in most relationships. Like the turtle mm-hmm. is the person that ducks their head into the shell when it comes to transition and shifts and conflict. And then there's a hailstorm that just like beats down. We got to talk about it like right now, you know? Um, and so the, the trickiest piece is, is when you do that, you set the intention and then you pay attention to what's happening in the relationship, then you got to talk about it. Like you, communication mm-hmm. is, you just can never escape communication in your relationship because you're always evolving. You're going from season to season to to season. season. So once you have, you know, once you have that awareness, you just got to be able to talk it through. And if you can't do it on your own, then you've got to get some help. You got to get some support, right? And get some objective um, feedback or some professional feedback. Um, Is there, do you, so we didn't talk a lot about your business. I want to, as we kind of be prepared to wrap up, talk about your business a little bit. And is this a space now that you are supporting the people and helping? Because the people need help (laughs) in this area, Dr. Dean. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I am. And you know, you and I know, you know personally that I didn't want to do this work. Yes. I, I was against I didn't want to put your business out in the street. 100%. But. I was just like, <laughs> I, I'm not doing it. I'll do market like a mogul. <laughs> you know, because it was, it was fun. You know, I was able to focus on doing the fun things, you know, and not having to do the work. Um, but yes, you know, God graduated me to a yes. full alignment. Um, <laughs> and I am helping, you know, people do this kind of work because like you said, it is the work that is needed, is necessary, but there's there are not many people who offer this kind of support. Yeah. Um, and there's no safe space for those like us who are making multiple six, seven, eight figures, right, in our businesses. There's no safe space because we can't be on social media like, yes, I'm tired of my husband. I want to get a divorce, right? Like, we can't afford to do that because we have brand. Don't wall out on social media about your relationship. Please don't, y'all don't do that. (laughs) Please. But yeah, you know, it's, it's, I'm in that place now um, supporting, you know, women who do want to find the flow you know, mm-hmm. in their marriage um, and still have a successful, you know, business. Those who have children and still want to be present uh, in the lives of, you know, their children as well, but not yeah. give up their purpose and their dream either. Yeah. 
And so that. I'm in that space providing that holistic support for them to evolve spiritually, you know, relationally, emotionally, so that they can have more success financially. Because I do believe that, you know, mindset, shift, all that. Yes. If your house, let me tell you, if you have a, a, a if your relationships are raggedy, it's going <laughs> to eventually show up in your revenue. For sure. It will, you know, because your best and most creative space is when you are in a place of rest, when you're in a place of peace. And when you're not in that space, it spills over into everything you do. So you may not see the impact in the current moment, but we know that a little leaven will destroy mm. the whole lump. Mm. So, Mm-mm-mm-mm. yeah, I am. I am that, that safe space. <laughs> yes. I love it. How can the people connect with you? Where do they find you? They can find me anywhere on these, so, in these social media streets. Uh, <laughs> at, uh, Dr. Shamika Dean or Shamika Dean. My website is shamikadean.com. I love so, it. So, yeah. I love it. Thank you so much. It is never enough time because this this requires a deep dive. So we may be talking to you about being a part of our dialogue series as well. Thank you yes. so much. And congratulations on all the things, uh, sis. And and thank you again so much for uh, just sharing so transparently. Um, um, I know inner journey work is not easy. And I know that we're just beginning. <laughs> Yes. Um, So I just I wish you, you know, uh, I wish you the absolute best and happy early anniversary to you and your boo. Thank you. I appreciate it. It has been a privilege and a pleasure. So thank you so much. I love you. You too. You've been listening to Talking Shift, the podcast with your host, Marissa Q. Payne. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, like or subscribe for future episodes and leave us a review. Talking Shift is a trademark production of Marissa Q. Payne International, your source for coaching and consulting when you need a major shift in life or leadership. For more information, visit MarissaQPayne.com or follow us in social spaces at Marissa Q. Payne.